0: This is Jenny, and welcome to Oh, Girl! Yay! <laughs> hey, we're back! Welcome, welcome back, everybody. It has been, it's been a little bit because, you know, behind the scenes, we recorded our last two episodes real close to each other, so we had a week off, so it's been uh, a little bit of a, of a break, but we're back and ready to get at it. Mm-hmm. We are talking fun in the sun and summer stuff and kind of catching up a little, kind of a little miscellaneous catch-all. Today. That's what our plan is. Um, but I'm going to try something. Are you ready, Shalane? I'm going to be all like technical because I'm going to try this. Hey, if you like us, you should follow us. You should follow us on Facebook and on Instagram at O Girl Podcast, which is O H G U R L P O D C A S T, O Girl Podcast. And on Twitter, you can get us at Podcast Girl, same spelling, because Wait, I have to do it like, wait, let me be you, because some heifer stole our handle. <laughs> I'm going to cry. I'm so proud of you. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. hey. I was so hey. good. Yes. I well, figured party. I should try and say that stuff because I never say it. So Shalane was making me like do the, the internet stuff, but. Oh, it's like okay. my little baby's, that's baby's that's right. come off her bike. That's so there sweet. you go. All right. But I'm not going that far. I'm going to have you finish this off because <laughs> you are the, you are the social media queen and you are chatting with all these folks and you're giving some shout outs. So let's hear who's been listening to it. Listening to us uh, in the last couple weeks. It's getting a shout out
1: today. Okay. All right. So because the last two um, weeks, we had to kind of cut it short because we had some really long episodes. So today I'm going to definitely go back to doing at least 10. I just, you know, I looked at all our social media platforms and I'm just going back to Twitter because that's where everyone's talking to us. So I'm just going to go ahead and go. So we've got 90s Disney pod. That was cute. Okay. Uh we, We have, hmm, Historica Cinema Hmm, that's cute. Okay. And then um, we have another millennial review, which I liked them. I, I liked them. I, I thought that was cute. Top fold Podcast, Drink in the Movie. I <laughs> like that. Um, the yeah. Descending. <laughs> um, it's a conspiracy podcast. We have In Another World Podcast, the Dark Rum Podcast. And last but not least, we're going to go ahead and cut it off here. We have the Laughs and Wreck Podcast. So here we go. That's off on Twitter. And, guys, you got to make sure that you listen to us because you never know when you're going to get a shout out live on the air.
0: Yay. Yay. Well, before we can toast them, we have to have something to toast with. So, Shalane, mm-hmm. what you drinking? <laughs> uh, yes.
1: Yay. Uh, yes. Uh, I just I just love when you say that. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, it's not quite yet. We're still a couple weeks out, but one of my favorite highlights of the summer is Shark Week. I don't know why. I've always loved Shark Week. And this year, I want to do something a little bit different. I went ahead and found this really cool drink. It's called Shark infested water. <laughs> Ooh. And I had to go try it out. I found it on delish.com. So I'll definitely make sure that I pop the link on our, on our social media. So you guys can check this out. So shark infested water. First of all, what makes this drink so lovely It's the fact that we even have like a little thing, a little recipe for the ice cubes. Okay. So I don't know. So y'all may not know what these are. These are like little trays of usually 12 <laughs> plastic and you fill them with water and you pop them in the freezer and voila, you get these nice little squares. So to get these special ice cubes, you have to have 14 gummy sharks, um, two 12-ounce cans of beer, oh, it's not beer, seltzer, and a quarter cup of blue carousel, all right? So, And I've been practicing that word, so thank you, Danielle. Now, for the drink, you've got to get two 12-ounce cans cans, of seltzer, one cup of lemonade, one-half cup white rum, one-quarter cup of blue carousel, and lemon rounds for the garnish, and yummy, yummy in your tummy. All right. Mm. That sounds good. So
0: yes. I've mixed I've mixed mine together and here we go. Cheers. Cheers, mm. Sharky Shark. Mm. Oh I
1: don't- you know what I wish I pulled out? I wish I pulled out baby shark. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh,
0: oh make God. don't make me turn off your microphone.
1: <laughs> I'll have to tell you this is another time. There's a there's a Walking Dead story behind the Baby Shark song. But that's gonna be another week, but I a real life, swear to God, story. All right.
0: Let's, let's, let's uh let's put a uh a post-it note on that one, and mm-hmm. we'll come back to that one yes, for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, delicious summery cocktail. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. That was tasty. Um, so we're going back to some of our old top, not old topics, but going back to our topics that we haven't done in a while, and it's one of my favorite. But we always balance it out. So before I can get to what I get to talk about. We have to do Shalane, which is she's the yin, I'm the yang this week. So we're talking about things Shalane loves. So what do you got? Something that you love.
1: Hmm. Now this may seem a little weird for some, but this is just my jams. What I love to do, I love to cut the grass. I am the landscaper. I am the landscaper, honey, of the block. So <laughs> I, uh, I, we have a a Ryobi. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's a lime green electric lawnmower. I just go ahead and pop those little batteries in. And I put them. I have my little straw hat, and my shorts, and my little combat boots, sunscreen, of course, and my cute little top. And I will mow the front and the back backyard. Every two to three weeks, I love it. There's something about it just, that just calms my nerves. It's very relaxing. It's almost like vacuuming.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Oh God. Okay. See, so, you now I have a things we hate this week, but I'm going to throw. I mean, like I'm going to back it up and go. I hate cutting the grass and I hate vacuuming. So there you go. So there's some, Ish. You know, we we were mowing. Uh, we were having a service pay to mow our lawn, and since we've since Ish started working from home because of the, the pandemic, mm-hmm. he canceled the surface and he's been mowing every week and it's it's funny because he usually mows on thursday night and then on friday or saturday he'll like trim like do all the trimming and then cut back the bushes and he likes it too he likes it it's relaxing but it's like getting him outside and getting some exercise and getting some fresh air so yay for you guys i will sit inside and drink my sharky cocktail and watch you <laughs> as you guys are out there <laughs> oh
1: my god you, hard, hold on, yeah. on. before bef- before i talk about this grass you know what's cute about this drink though is these little ice cubes with the shark in them they are so mm-hmm. cute like and because of the ice cubes have like curacao in them too so you can kind right. of, chomp on the cubes and then chomp on the gummy bears. It's mm-hmm. a win-win, girl. <laughs>
0: that's a, yeah, you know what? That's what I like when you make, like, like there's a lot of, this is, we should start looking for more drinks with this, but when you do the alcohol ice cubes, <gasps> it's a bonus because it doesn't water the the cocktail down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, like, yeah. <laughs> so, Shalane loves cutting the grass. Mm-hmm. So, now it's my turn. Now I'm going to do my official things I hate. Things I hate. This is something that I have hated for years and what's funny is that I'm bringing it up because I miss going out to eat so much because of the pandemic that I would even yeah. probably stomach looking at this in the restaurant right now if that meant that I could go out to eat but I cannot stand it when a couple sits on the same side of the booth. I cannot, stand, or the same side of the table, doesn't matter. I hate that more than life itself. It has been my pet peeve forever. Ish knows, and if we see it, he'll point it out and make me look at it in a restaurant. And what I can't stand is if we're sitting, because we'll sit across from each other, right. but if I'm sitting and facing the couple, and the couple is sitting on the same side of the booth, like behind-ish, and sitting in my direction. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand it. It's the creepiest thing. I don't know why people do that. You got a whole booth, you got all this room or table. Now you got all of your food sitting next to each other. You're bumping elbows. Mm. There's no reason for that. Yep. There's no reason. It's creepy mm-hmm. and weird and I don't it like to me it's almost slightly misogynistic. I just don't like it. It's weird. Yeah. So please, please stop doing that. <laughs> Let's Eat your own damn, on your own damn side. Like, don't you want to look at the person you're talking to when you're eating instead of like, because that's the other thing, dude. Don't you feel like when they sit side by side, like, they don't really talk. Yeah. They just, like, sit face and forward, and then they eat, and then they leave, and it's weird. Mm-hmm. That being said because we have not been out to eat since, uh, the first week of March, I believe Mm -hmm. I, I will sit in a restaurant full of that bullshit just so I could go out to eat with my husband and have a nice dinner. I will sit with everybody else. And them damn double booth. You know what? Even if it, if it was the only way I could go out to eat right now, guaranteed that I wouldn't get sick. I would sit on the same damn side of the booth with this if I had to, just to go out to eat. But it would make me mad the entire time. <laughs> <So>
1: that- <laughs> well, you know what? I can relate to that. Like Dean dislikes that a lot. You know me. Uh-huh. I, you know I don't care because there have been times where restaurants have been so packed that I'll just eat at the bar and we'll sit
0: side by side. You know? That's that's okay. Yeah. But that's okay because that's what that's how it was built. Yeah. Like. You sit next to each other. Mm-hmm. Like, what would be weird in that situation if you walked around to the other side of the bar and stood where the bartender's boat was <laughs> supposed to be?
1: <laughs> Girl, let me get handing me a towel. Here you go. I make, make some <laughs> <day> more <laughs> of drinks over here. But you know, like, but for me, I like my elbow roux. It's, it's not that I'm a messy eater, but eating for me, yeah. it's, it's an experience. You know, I love the right I want to, like, spread out. And if, you know, Dean's sitting right next to me, then I can't spread out. And then it's like, then I i just feel confined. And then
0: it's, um right. Yeah, it's- the other the thing with me is that I'm ambidextrous, so I, I write with my right hand, but I should have been left-handed, but I was one of those kids where back in the day in kindergarten, the teacher like took the pencil out of the left hand and made you write right-handed, which is why my hand... My handwriting's terrible because I should have been left-handed. But I do things right-handed and left-handed. And one of the things I do is I eat with my left hand. And so if anybody, any lefties out there know, if you're eating with your left hand, sitting next to somebody with the right hand, Uh-oh, you right? crack into each other even worse. And so that's that's another problem that just comes with it where it's like, just eat on your own side, damn it, right? you bunch of weirdos. Um, I know you were left-handed.
1: I mean, you know, eat with your left hand. As many times as yeah. you
0: know, have to eat, now they'll be looking. <laughs> yeah, well, I, it's it's weird because I'll eat with both. Like, cause I will pick it up and eat with my right hand or with my left hand. You don't know, think like, it doesn't matter? Like, I just like my fork. Like, I always I usually cut with my right hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just because that's a little bit more dominant now. But like, I'll golf like mini miniature golf. I golf left-handed and I bat left-handed. But I used to I can bat left and right. I can do both golf and bat left and right. And so when I was a kid playing softball, that was like like I was the the little pony trick that you know were oh. out there and, and then they'd say bat left-handed twice and then they'd be like bat right-handed and so i never knew you um, golf though like miniature golf not real golf i'm just saying like things that people are left-handed or right-handed for i i'm more left-handed with those things okay.
1: learn something new every day
0: i know it's weird that's funny because we were that wasn't a list on our list to talk about that's why i wear my watch on my right hand because usually right-handed people wear their watch on their left hand and vice versa and for some reason i wear my watch on my right hand because it i don't know so anyway hmm. that's me. Now you guys got a little bit more into the weirdness of Jenny. Um, (laughs) But let's move on, because what we decided we're going to talk about is because, you know, let's let's kid ourselves. We can't go to the movies. We can't go to plays. We can't go see theater. We can't see comedy shows. No Mm concerts. No concerts. So we both have been spending a lot of time indoors watching a ton of TV. So it's time for our category. What you watching? Mm hmm. Yay! So we've got a list of stuff that we both have watched, and there's some stuff that I've watched that she hasn't, and vice versa, that we want to talk about and see if everybody, to give people some suggestions. But before we get started, breaking news, beep, 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 um, Right before this started, I I got the, the notice from Ralph Macchio himself on Instagram that Cobra Kai is officially moving to Netflix. Yay! Yay! And the first two seasons will be on Netflix on August 28th. So all my friends Mm -hmm. that I've said, you've got to watch it and you haven't Mm -hmm. watched it yet. If you have, most of us have Netflix, you'll be able to watch the first two seasons. Now we got to... The third season is in the can. It was filmed a year ago right. and we haven't seen it yet. So we got to, we got to like hope that that means that the next season is coming out. I'm going to guess, what do you think? Sometime September, October, like I'm guessing when like fall TV season should come out. I yeah. wonder if they'll release mm-hmm. it then. So fingers, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, but yay for Cobra Kai. So now everybody can check it out. And um, Rick's Hello. And yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that means they got more money. That means that they're sticking around. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Um, but let's talk about, because this goes back, because this was at the beginning of the summer that we both, and, I, and once again, you plowed through this thing faster, <laughs> and I was like, so, you kept going, did you watch it? And I'm like, no, I think I was still in Ozark when well, you plowed yes. through uh, Ryan Murphy's Hollywood mm-hmm. little miniseries on Netflix. It was so good. Yes,
1: it was. So good. It was That's
0: so good mm-hmm so um how do how do we even it, it to me it was like a fictionalized retelling of a holly of the hollywood story using real people
1: mm-hmm.
0: real like people that were real in history but fictionalizing them to tell the story as if color race mm, i don't know about religion i don't know if they touch on religion no. much gender. or or or, g- or gender or sexual preference yes. mm-hmm. really mattered yeah um like, I mean, it mattered, but it didn't matter.
1: Right. Like, it was,
0: you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was trying. Yeah, that's, I guess, what you're looking at is like, it was told from a, like, a diversified, we wish this is how history had been in, yeah. in early Hollywood. So it's it's post-World War II, which is my favorite clothing area era. Yes. I don't think I would have wanted to live through it because I sure do like, you know, air conditioning and like <laughs> homogenized milk and, you know, shit, but I'm just, you know, oh my curling irons, mm-hmm. um, but uh, makeup that won't kill you because it doesn't have like poisonous shit in it. I like that mm-hmm. part, but, uh, but I love that era of dress, and you know that I have a ton of dresses from that time yes, period. That's why I, I told you you needed to watch it, because I know, that's, watch that's how I, you got to watch this. Exactly, she's, that's what, I remember you going, you've got to watch it, it's, she goes, it's the same dresses that you have, because I have mm-hmm. a ton of pin-up style, um, dresses that I wear, uh, yeah. not right now, but, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I wear them around the house while I'm, you know, dusting, um, <laughs> but, it was a really great show. Now, what I love about Ryan Murphy, and we're going to touch on a couple of shows of his today anyway, is that he has such a ensemble um, cavalcade of actors that he reuses. And he doesn't use all of them at all in the same thing. If anybody's watched, Ryan Murphy, of course, by the way, he did Nip Tuck. He did Glee. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I totally forgot. Yeah. yeah that, was that was way, movie. way back. Yeah. And he did um, uh, American Horror Story. And yeah. I always laugh that you think the guy that did Nip Tuck and American Horror Story, which is like, you know, from the sickest mind. And then he also did Glee, which is so hilarious. I, you know what I mean? you like, you go, oh, you know, no. two different things. But, um, but yeah, so he's a genius. He's yes, he a is. genius. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's very, you know, out there with his, his stuff. So this show was about like, there was, it was kind of like a soap opera. Um, it kind of centered around um, a young man, character name was Jack Costello. Mm-hmm. And he just, he just got out of the war and he moved to Hollywood with his pregnant wife in hopes of becoming an actor. Basically it's the story, you know, and, and she, the wife character of course worked at um, the soda fountain where everybody was, that's like the mythical place that everybody was discovered was at. At this ice cream place <laughs> um so now the kid that played Jack Costello um David Cor- Corn Sweat Corn Sweat yeah, yeah i was about to ask you i didn't know yeah, i don't know mm-hmm. he's also in another show we're going to talk about the politician which is also by ryan murphy so again mm-hmm. he uses these people over and over again so, pretty. so this yeah oh he was so pretty and he of course <laughs> had to learn the hard way that you can't get into hollywood just by walking up and auditioning no nope. uh you have to do it the hard way which in his case was um meeting um Dylan mcdermott Who, of course, and and Dylan McDermott started, he was, he was OG because he was in the first season of Mm -hmm. American Horror Story, and he, but he's been in, like, three seasons of American Horror Story, but he played a guy that ran a gas station that wasn't just a gas station. Mm -hmm. It was a, let's call it a service station show. Yeah, 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 there was a
1: service, a service station. It was
0: a full service station, and basically, it was a bunch of guys, really cute guys, that serviced men and women both men and women Mm -hmm. yeah so he's he started out servicing women and then moved right on to men um and it was kind of seeing what what do you do to get you know to get ahead and it was just kind of like a a crazy story of like of how he moved his way up now one of the first women that he serviced was one of my favorite divas in the whole wide world and that was patty fucking lapone because that's what (laughs) you call (laughs) her she was Patty awesome. fucking oh my god she was awesome she played the wife of the head of a studios and and her husband the head of a studios by the way was rob reiner who i love meathead from uh yes oh my god all in the family all in the family thank yeah. you i completely mm-hmm. went blank. so he was excellent he had a much his part was a little bit smaller but she sure went there yes. she went there big time mm-hmm. Fear. Liz. Loved her. So there was a lot of uh, other people that also have been in other stuff. Darren Chris, who is famous, he he was discovered on Glee. That's where he got famous. But he was on Glee um, with Ryan Murphy. And then he was in, Ryan Murphy also does that American Crime Story serial thing where things show up. And he was, he was, he was uh, the killer. Of Gianni Versace and the yeah, Gianni Versace good story. Good actor, and, he, yeah. and he won like an Emmy and like mm-hmm. a Golden Globe for it. Like yeah. he, Andrew, Andrew Cunanan, that's who it was. He mm-hmm. was, he was great in that. I love Darren. And so he, this one, you know, he, you know, he was an aspiring director um, in Hollywood and had a black girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was like the twist is that normally it wouldn't be a mixed race couple. Oh, they were married were they married?
1: Yes, they were married. I feel
0: like they were married. Yeah. Um, or no, they wouldn't be married because it wasn't legal. That's right. That's right now. You're right. You're right. That's right. They were just together. Okay, um, I'm sorry. That's right. Yeah, we had to wait, you and I. <laughs> we had to wait to do our mixed race weddings. We had to wait. Um, but anyway, so, but yeah, he was, He was. his girlfriend was a black girl, and that was played by Camille Washington. So super cute, gorgeous girl. And she was, if you guys don't know who that was, she was Peter Parker's girlfriend in Spider-Man Homecoming. So, um, or the, the first one. Is, is Homecoming the second one? No, it's the Those, first one. Yeah, I didn't see them, so. Sorry oh, okay. Fans. I didn't watch yeah. that one yet. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But she was in that. She was also the love interest in Black Klansman, which was an amazing movie. And if you if that's out anywhere, go watch that because it's really, really good. Spike Lee won an award, Mm -hmm. won an Oscar for it. Really good. But just it just and the thing is, is like what I love about Ryan Murphy is just the talent is deep like you can tell everybody wants to be in a Ryan Murphy show because mm-hmm. yeah. Joe, Man- Joe Mantello played a major role in that. He's a huge theater director on Broadway, Tony award winner, tons of stuff. And he was in it. Like you just, Holland Taylor was in it. She was great yes. in it. Holland Taylor that's was so good. So good. And uh, that's Sarah Paulson's significant yeah. other. And mm-hmm. Sarah Paulson is a huge, you know, Ryan Murphy mm-hmm. uh, uh, ensemble member. She's yeah, amazing. queen. Mm-hmm. So like, it's kind of cool that he brought Holland in. Gosh, who else was in this? Um, Jack's wife, his pregnant wife, was played by Maud Apatow. And that is Judd Apatow and Leslie Mann's daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh she was great at it. And I didn't even realize it was her until after the fact because she was unrecognizable. I gotta tell you that the hair and makeup, I really liked it. There's some people that kind of felt like it was over the top, but I feel like this had to be over the top because it was a retelling. It was a reimagining. It was almost kind of like it was reimagined by well, it was by a gay person telling the story. So, in like from the gay perspective, the hair was mm-hmm. over the top, the costumes were stunning, yeah. maybe a little over the top, but beautiful to look at. Um Mira Sorvino looked looked amazing she I didn't even
1: amazing. recognize her I had to go yeah. back and like on yeah. IMDb I had to go back and look at the cast like who is that
0: is that yeah because yeah. she was playing an older character and they aged her but she still looked beautiful her costumes mm-hmm. were amazing so this 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 show it was super fun one of the characters in it by the way was a guy that played Rock Hudson and if you guys know if you don't know but most of our viewers our listeners probably know that you know Rock Hudson ended up being gay it was yeah. but it was closeted and in this one he gets to come out as gay. Yeah. Which is pretty cool and he was yeah. famous despite the fact of being gay. So that was kind but of a neat thing. Like I
1: that. wish they'd pick somebody who looked a little more like him because when, when I saw him and I saw who he was supposed to be and I was like, come on.
0: Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, I wouldn't say look, but I don't. There was okay. There was a lot of people supposed to be based on real people that if you look them up, like Jim Parsons played Henry Wilson, which is he was a famous <laughs> Hollywood talent agent, didn't look anything like yeah. Jim Parsons. And Jim mm-hmm. Parsons, God bless him, he ah, went there yeah. too. Yeah, Love yeah. to see him stretch in a completely different direction. He mm-hmm. was he was great. Really? Um, same with so like some of the characters when you're saying like George Kukor. I I mean, I know who he was. He was a famous director and producer and he was famous for these big Hollywood parties that were known to be like drunken bashes. I'm sure there was drugs back in the day. I'm sure there was lots of hooking up. And so that character was in there. Noel Coward, which was so fun. And Noel Coward was played by Billy Boyd, who was one of the hobbits in Lord of the Rings. Oh my So that was super fun. But Noel Coward is a famous playwright and actor and director that I've, you know, done shows. And when we did my one of my movement classes, my advanced movement classes, we had a whole section on learning how to move in a null coward production. Cause there's a way to move. So like to see him come to life, that was fun. I know that they had, yeah, tallulah Bankhead and Vivian Lee. And I hate to say it, Vivian Lee didn't look exactly like Vivian no. Lee either. And it was still okay. Queen Latifa came out of nowhere as Hattie yeah, McDaniel. I, I know and that- gave
1: completely threw me out because I didn't know she was in this either.
0: Yeah, me so neither good. until she showed up and that was so good because she said that you make sure that you're inside when you win because yeah. I wasn't. That mm-hmm. was a great moment. Yeah, I got goosebumps because she said that. Oh, Mm-hmm. She was great. Yes. So yeah, it was. It's a really good show. It's. I think it's a fast watch. I think you want to keep watching it. We would watch maybe two a night. Um, and it's. It's still like summertime. Get yourself sat down and just kind of. You know, that's a, a, a show I, I would suggest like a martini with, don't you think? Like something swanky, maybe a bourbon or a whiskey, <laughs> and sit back and watch it and, and feel fancy because it was it was really good. I give it two thumbs up. Right? I mean, like well, it, was, it was. I'm still going to
1: drink my shark-infested water drink with it. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: all right now another show that i watched now the season one came out last year and season Mm -hmm. two came out this summer Mm -hmm. and i was excited and i started watching this and i finished it and then i didn't realize you'd never watch it i was like girl you need to watch this and what does she do this is what shillian can do i don't know how she does it (laughs) she watched Two seasons in like four days.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I just plowed right through it.
0: The- <laughs> you plowed through it. And that is the other Ryan Murphy show that we watched, The Politician, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. Now, season one took place when the characters were in high school and he was running to be class president. And season two takes place. He's in college, but he's running or just out of college and he's running to be a senator yes. and basically it is Ryan Murphy's uh, vision or what would you say like his voice of, on how he feels about politics now.
1: Oh yeah. Like, it, I, it's I, I think, his yeah, message. His, his stance. It's, yeah. It's it's, his perception. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah.
0: Exactly. Because mm-hmm. it's the, it's all mostly some super shady shit. It is just shady and weird and twisted and where did that come from and you're not expecting this and it, it bounces back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's, now, this one, I don't know about you, but I felt like you really got to pay attention. Oh, yeah. I
1: one of the things. We need a whiteboard. <laughs> I thought we right? needed a whiteboard like
0: John yeah. Madden style because this yes. <laughs> is like too much. Because there's flip flopping sides and back mm-hmm. and forth. But the one thing that got me super confused is well, let me just say the main character is played by Ben Platt. Mm-hmm. And he plays the main character. Now, Ben Platt, if you're a nerd like me, you know that he played Benji in Pitch Perfect one and two and I think that's really where everybody saw him first and then super nerd like me then you know that he won the Tony for the Broadway production of Dear Evan Hansen beautiful voice stunning voice yes mm-hmm. I just want to give a shout out to his family because he's got like six brothers and sisters and they can all sing like Beautiful bird. Both of his brothers sing like you would not believe. Super talented, and mm-hmm. I think they're all like kind of making it in the biz on their own, separate accord. Like each one of them are doing different things. Mm-hmm. But Ben Ben's voice is just stunning. So Ben plays the main character, and then he's got uh, these two blonde girls, um, Matt McAfee and um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Sky. Right? McAfee and Sky are the two blonde girls. One is his girlfriend. Yeah. And one That's one crazy. was his one was his nemesis in. the first act and then became a partner in the second but those two girls look so much like each other they're both blonde they both you know what I mean? That you're okay. like, wait, which which one did who? So that is the one thing I got to tell you that I got that I wasn't excited about in in season two. Was I kept getting confused by that?
1: Yeah, Sky kind of reminded me of a young Paris Hilton to me. Like when I when I saw her, okay, mannerisms, her you know, the way that she dressed, it's just everything. You know, I mean, she was she just right. rips of money. Yeah, you know, so yeah.
0: I got to give a shout out to the the girl that played Infinity. <laughs> Now in in season one, and by the way, spoilers, couple of spoilers, just so you know. But in season one, her, she's living with her grandmother, who is played by Jessica Lang. Of course, Wait. Jessica Lang because he loves her. And she has Jessica Lang, I think it's the person that does it to the other person that has the Munchausen's disease. And that's where she tries to make someone, Munchausen by proxy. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So she is making this little girl sick and make, has made this little girl believe that she's had cancer for like her whole life. Oh, wow. And she shaves her head and gives and she's poisoning her food to make her sick but it's so that jessica lang's character dusty can get free stuff yeah (laughs) like free trips and stuff it's it's pretty dark and this little so this 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 girl zoe Zoe Deutsch, who plays Infinity, has this crazy personality in, in season one. And then she turns herself around in season two and is a completely different person, but still great. Yeah. And I just love her character. she's so fun. And then there's some other characters in there or some other actors that really have a worked. Gwyneth Paltrow, who I'm not a fan of Gwyneth Paltrow. Me neither, Not a fan. But I ended up loving her in this. Exactly. I, it's like, that's how I feel about Gwyneth Paltrow is I'm like, I don't look for her. I don't seek her out. But if she ends up being in a movie that I like, then I accept her. Mm-hmm. and that was a, she was great in this because mm-hmm. of her character is so super weird um, she plays Ben's mom um, who and she's total California it's almost kind of making fun of who Gwyneth Paltrow really is
1: exactly like she was the
0: perfect I, yeah. person
1: yeah I felt like she was playing herself she was like a little you know, bit yeah mm-hmm.
0: like any moment now she's gonna steam her vagina like that kind of, yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna do it <laughs> god, oh my god but Judith Light God bless her oh, love her to death god. who's the boss Judith Light is the boss and badass, and she's in season one, but really, really season two Mm -hmm. is where she's featured. And I love that Ryan Murphy takes women of a certain age and gives them really great roles exactly so patty lapone in the politician or in uh, hollywood mira sorvino in hollywood and then in this we've got judith light killing it and of all divas to <laughs> be playing her chief of staff god bless the queen bet fucking midler is playing the She's, I God, she needs to be in so much more. I love Bette Midler. She's so good. She's so funny. She's so quick. She's, I mean, she's everything to me. If everybody remembers, she's one of my top three concerts I ever saw. When we go back to the music episode, that was one of my top three. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> Bette Midler, fucking killed it. Hilarious, hilarious. Of course, some of the other recurring roles: Dylan McDermott. Yeah, he's in this one too. He's got a smaller part, but it's great. Yeah, he's in season one. Um, you know, like uh, January Jones makes a little. little Little role in there. And Martina, not Navratilova, I forgot about that too. She's like uh, a lesbian horse trainer, who's yeah. um, who's Gwyneth Paltrow's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is random. I know. Um, like, okay. <laughs> but I, I'd say it's it's kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? It kind of cleans your palate, but from watching the politics that's actually going on in real life.
1: True. Very true.
0: Yes. It's, I mean, it's a catharsis. That's mm-hmm. the word I'm looking for. You can watch it and it makes fun of all the stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. In real life, but you can accept it. and You can laugh at it. It's it's needed. I say the politician is much needed, and they left a, a little cliffhanger at the end of season two, so you know there's going to be oh, a season. Three, oh my God! Don't I don't know when season three because I know, Ooh. which sucks Ooh. because with all the filming down, we don't know when that's going to happen. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, one little shout out I want to give to a, a small part in season two because she's very she's very very tiny in season one, in season two. Uh, Jackie Hoffman, uh, she is an actress from Chicago. She used to go to, she used to perform at Second City. That's where I remember her from. Um, she won a Jeff Award, which is the equivalent of a Tony, but it's the Chicago version. She's done tons of theater on Broadway. She, and she always pops up in little tiny parts, usually comedy, but she was in another Ryan Murphy show. She was in Feud, which was this miniseries that he did on Fox, which was the story behind Joan Crawford and Bet, uh, Betty Davis's oh, relationship. funny. Yeah. And so um, Jessica Lange, of course, played Joan Crawford. So Susan Sarandon played Betty Davis. They killed it. There's a ton of other famous people in that. But Jackie Hoffman played like the tireless role of Joan Crawford's maid. And she was so funny. And She had a German accent. She was hilarious. So it was great to see her pop up in The Politician as uh, the receptionist, Mm-hmm. For um for the campaign Great. office for Bette Midler's office, so mm-hmm. she I just have to give her a shout out because she was super funny. So.
1: Yeah, she was really good. This was the first time I've ever heard of the word fruckle. so I was like, oh my god, I'm oh. Google this. I never, you know, never knew, and that's why I like this because I just love how Ryan Murphy gives women of a certain age like a lot of spice and like just really good um like character development mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, just just because you hit a certain age doesn't mean that we we don't have urges and needs and stuff like that. I mean, things are just starting to get going, you know, <laughs> for us mm-hmm. anyways. But Joe Morton, I was really surprised to see him in this role because I've seen him in so many other different, you know, movies and television shows and things like that. So to see him in this character as Marcus Standish, Dede's husband, who's, you know, Judith Light, I just thought that was interesting. And then as spoiler, you know, as we learn more about Marcus and, and all the dirt he's done as far as, like, you know, him being a professor or whatever, and he, you know, the stuff that he did academically right. unethical, I'll, I'll just leave it at that without spoiling anything. Yeah. Nice little you
0: know. there. So. You know, that's another thing. So, number one, Judith Light is married to Joe Morton. If, if people don't know who Joe Morton is, first of all, he's black. So, once again, mm-hmm. he does, like, I love that Ryan Murphy just mixes and matches and doesn't care. He was in, here's, here's a little throwback in case people don't know who he is. In Terminator 2, he was the scientist that they went back and they were going to kill him, but then they kept him alive and they took him back because he could break into the um, Cyberdyne and Mm pull the old hand and the chip out. And then he got killed and he was holding the bomb and he was like, and he ended up blowing himself up and taking one for the team. But um, he's been in a lot. Yeah, he's in a ton of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I love that Judith Light and Bette Midler both got a hookup because Bette Midler sure did get a little something something in yes, season two as well <laughs> so they yeah that's right he Brian Murphy's like I'll give you some loving. Mm -hmm. you know what i'm toasting toasting to the ladies all right
1: Um, give me some spicy lube okay (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. yeah that's right yeah wait till season two and spicy lube takes on a new meaning Mm -hmm. hilarious okay so let's let's hit the next one now this is one that we did not agree on
1: nope
0: (laughs) because i loved it and old speedy mcgee only made it through two and she quit (laughs) Now, I would have watched this anyway, because to me, it looked funny, and I was really excited when the advertising came out for it, but I had a special reason why I had to watch it, which I will get to in a second. We were talking about a show called Space Force, and Space Force stars Dave Carell, and it's it's based on the concept, like back like a year ago or whenever it was when um, uh, the current administration decided that they needed to have another branch of the armed services, but to guard space, they thought. That's hilarious. Let's write a show about what would happen if that actually came true, not knowing that it would actually come true. <laughs> right? And so it's a total spoof. It again to me, it's very satirical. It's very making fun of the, a lot of the current situation in a very humorous way. Now Steve Carell plays. He's supposed to finally become like I think it's like a five star general. Like he's finally getting a, um, all of his stars so he can become the chief of something. And he oh he was he was from the air force. He was a pilot, and so. I think he thought he was going to take over the Air Force and in the first five minutes of the show, so I'm not giving anything away, the Brigadier General in charge of uh, like, well, he might be like the Department of Defense or whatever, Secretary of Defense, says we're going to start a Space Force and you... Steve Carell are going to be in charge of it and Steve Carell's character he's not a bumbling idiot like I know like people think Steve Carell and they think The Office where he's like Michael Scott in a goofball this guy is pretty much a straight lace he's the straight man in the show so he does some funny stuff but it's funny because he's the serious guy and I've played that role before and it's a really hard part to play when everybody around you is the farce and the funny and you have to play the reality of it mm-hmm. do you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I give him props for that because I thought he did a great job in case I uh, I've not mentioned this before but i feel i have the other thing like i have a connection to steve carell when i went to second city um, as a student steve carell was a nobody but he was my uh substitute teacher for one of my improv classes <laughs> so he wasn't even the teacher he was the substitute teacher when my teacher couldn't make it so i had him like once or twice i think and i i it took me forever when i saw him on tv to be like how why do i know that guy because he looked different and finally i was like oh my god mm-hmm. that's my teacher so yeah, so, but yeah, so yay for Steve Carell. It also has one, of I, hands down, I don't know how you didn't laugh at John Malkovich. I don't know how you did not laugh. It's because, you know,
1: like the first couple times where, you know, Steve Carell's character, you know, he walks in and and someone's in his office and he goes and says, oh, so-and-so is here. Um, But he told me not to tell you. But by the third time, I'm like, okay, this is not funny now. So Oh, I thought it
0: was hilarious. But John John Malkovich is the chief scientist for Space Force. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. if you know a little bit of how the world is right now, the government doesn't believe in science and they kind of played that off and so John Malikovitch character was trying to be the voice of reason all the time being like you know we can't shoot this thing up in space because this is going to happen or because this is going to happen and it's scientifically proven and and there's a lot of the uh, administration type military people that would just say no, nope, we're going to do it this way. And then they would pay the price and things would blow up. And so it was like, that's the point. So I just loved him because he was so serious, but like, it was so funny. I just love John Malkovich being funny. I love that. I just thought mm-hmm. yay for him. But uh, one of the best moments for me was, and what really got me to want, watch the show was in the, um, in the preview, you see Steve Carell at the round table announcing that they're going to have a space force and the, and the caliber of comedic talent that was sitting at the Table just made me go, oh my god! I got to watch this because this is going to be really, really funny. And so, at that table, were like the the, the what do you call it? The um, the head of the army, the head of the navy, the head yeah. of the air force. Everybody's whatever. And it was literally um, Patrick Warburton was the head of the Marines. And if you guys don't know who that was, he's Putty from Seinfeld, and he was the Tick. Everybody might know him as a tick and it was hilarious. And then Dietrich Bader. I don't know if anybody recognizes that name, but he was the chief of staff of the army. He was, he made his um, debut on um, the Drew Carey show and Drew Carey had two best buddies. One was Ryan styling styles, uh, whose line is that anyway? And the other guy was a dark haired guy and was funny. And that's Dietrich. And you've seen him in a million things. He's really funny and really great at improv. Jane Lynch. Which yes. P.S. You know, the, mm-hmm. from Glee, for a little Ryan Murphy in there. She was chief of the Navy, and Roy Wood Jr., who was uh, in charge of the Army. And you've seen him; he's on the Daily Show. He's a comedian. He does a lot of stand-up, mm-hmm. but he does like like funny bits on the Daily Show or on Stephen Colbert or stuff like that. He's a super mm-hmm. funny guy. And then uh, <laughs> there was a the thing that I liked, and I don't know if you like this, but I love that they also had the the commander of the Coast Guard, and and the guy that played that, Larry Joe. Campbell he's a he's a comedic actor he's a chubby guy you've seen him in a million things usually smaller part but I love that army navy air force and marines would just shut the coast guard down and tell them to shut up yeah it was always like they hated it was always the poor coast guard like shut up which I just thought that was hilarious it was a funny bit um but the guy in charge of uh the air force is going to take everybody back a minute I don't know if anybody remembers the name because I know we've got walking dead fans out there Noah Emmerich played the chief of staff for the Air Force, but he was, for those of you that watched Walking Dead, he was Dr. Edwin Jenner in the CDC on Walking Dead in season two. Hmm. So a little Walking Dead connection, but just like that is such a deep level of comedic skill that I was like, this is going to be funny. And I know you didn't like it. I know you didn't like it. She did. She was. She didn't find it funny. I thought it was hilarious. I also had to watch it because, um, on top of everything else, and I don't know how to. Oh, Lisa Kudrow, by the way, plays um, Steve Carell's wife, Mm -hmm. and she was awesome. I don't want to get into because this one I don't want to give too many spoilers because I really do want people to watch it because it's really funny. Um, But my very first acting teacher in college, her name was Carolyn Wilson, and she plays a role in the show. She is a prison guard and that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to give anything away, but props to my teacher. She's also been on the office and she's been on the middle on TV and a bunch of other stuff. Um, but yay for her for getting in with this team. And like the thing, if you notice, like when I name all these people, for those of you out there that follow improv, they're all improv actors. So I think a lot of improvisation was done within the context of the script, I'm sure the script was, you know, written as well, but I just, you can just look at these people and go, oh, you know, um, one of the guys that played the uh, social media director, he's from Upright Citizens Brigade. Um, and, and that's the other thing, I don't know if you got that, but his his name was Tony Paducci, which sounds kind of like Anthony oh. Scaramucci. Yeah. Get it? Mm-hmm. So that's the, like, that's the other thing is they threw in people, because there was a an AOC girl that was named Annabella Isidro Campos they called her AYC and there was representative Potosi, which is like Nancy Pelosi and there was another one named Schugler which was like Schumer and they they were lookalikes and you could tell that's where they were going for so there was some comedy with that as well so I just gotta say if you're if you're into just tongue and cheek stupid satire like this is it. And it's another kind of catharsis to get through the politics of the day. That's all I'm saying. And I know you didn't like it. She tried it, though. God bless her. She tried it. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I, know. Um, I I just want to give a quick shout-out to a couple of things I watched. Go and watch these if you guys get a chance. I paid yeah, the, the – two of these were 20 bucks because they were um, – I feel like we need to support the movies that were supposed to be in the theater and couldn't because – of covid and mm-hmm. so they're on demand one was a movie called irresistible directed by john stewart and he it was it was directed down here in georgia last summer and we actually a friend of mine ours both um susan we saw her in it she was she had a bit part and um mm-hmm. oh gosh um uh, uh the guy on the on this on the um head on the spike from walking dead oh Jay, jason kirkpatrick yeah he was in it Mm -hmm. and so um, but this also starred Steve Carell and Rose Byrne and Chris Cooper it's a great movie it is so well written and well directed kudos John Stewart if you guys have 20 bucks go and rent it if not wait for it i'm sure it's going to come out on amazon or something later on or in it'll probably come out in Redbox, and you can rent it for a buck or two but it was really good i also wanted to see king of staten island which was written co-written by pete davidson from saturday night live who was a hot mess that dude is just a hot mess but this was kind of a story um if nobody knows that this this seriously happened pete davidson's dad was a fireman and died in 9-11 And so Pete Davidson wrote a movie and he wrote that his dad was a fireman and just died saving some people in a fire. So it, was, it wasn't completely autobiographic, but Judd Apatow directed it um, and Marissa Tomei was in it and Bill Burr and Steve Buscemi played the fire chief and Steve Buscemi Buscemi was a fireman at one time as well. So it was really good. I give it I give it two thumbs up. It was it was funny. It was cute. It was dramatic. There was a lot, it was a little too long. That's what I will say is it needed some editing. Um, but it was a really great story and I recommend it. If people are looking for something a little bit dramatic, I recommend that. And the other thing that I am going to force you to watch, this is on your list. Put it down. I've told you already Waco. It is a mini series. I think it's six episodes, and it's the story of the David Koresh and the Branch Davidians. Remember when they were um, being held hostage, and their this was in the like '90s, I think '96, right? Yeah. Um, And and they they were there was a bunch of them killed, and um, I'd always thought because I watched the news back then, the the story was that he was a crazy person and he lit the place on fire. And they well first they opened fire on the ATF and the FBI and killed a bunch of them and then he was in there um, in a in a standoff and then he lit the place on fire like kind of like um, Jim Jones drinking the Kool Aid and killing all of his cult people he mm-hmm. did the same thing mm-hmm. that wasn't true or according to here's the thing this this was based on a book by a gentleman named David Thibodeau who was actually a Branch Davidian and he was one of the like four people that escaped. Mm -hmm. before the place burned down and so this was from his perspective and you learn a whole different version but it's a really cool cast David uh Koresh was played by um Taylor Kitsch who was from Friday Night Lights David Thibodeau was played by Rory Culkin yes another Culkin I had to look it up did you know there's like seven Culkins oh like there's not just Macaulay yeah there's they and they're all actors who knew um but there's a crap ton of Culkins and this one looks like and sounds like Charlie Sheen like a young Charlie Sheen he was really good um Michael Shannon is in it. He's another Chicago boy who I got to give a shout out to Michael Shannon. Um, uh, he was a great, he played the negotiator, great character. And one of our favorite girls, and this is a across, oh, John Leguizamo was in it too, by the way. And he, he was really good. I love when John Leguizamo plays serious. I love that. Um, he was heartbreaking. He like, you could just tell you were so scared for him because um, he was trying to be an, a mole. He was trying to infiltrate the Branch Davidians and was afraid they were going to kill him. It was super scary. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, one of our favorite girls, Ruth from Ozark, Julia Garner was in it. She played David Koresh's original wife's sister, but she was also one of David Koresh's wives
1: because it's creepy.
0: Um, but yeah, and uh, she was amazing in this. And so I happened to tell Shalane, hey, I'm watching this thing and and Ruth is in it. And she goes, oh, I saw a movie. <laughs> recently that she was in too. So Shalane, why don't we talk about what you saw her in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know what? I well, okay, I'll tell you that, and then I'll
1: tell you something that I um I stumbled upon too. It was, it was Kevin Baker's latest movie, but I'll I'll tell you that in a minute. All right. So um yeah, I watched We Are What We Are. <laughs> and um yeah, I I'm a big I love scary movies, horror movies, thrillers. Um, horror, yeah, that's just my jam. I, I love it and let me see if I, I'm cuz I wrote it down. Let me see. It, I was surprised cuz she, you know, Julia Garner was in it. Um, wow. she was uh Rose Parker. It's like her she's like the middle sister. There's an older sister, um Iris Parker and then there's a the little brother. And basically what this movie is all about is the Parkers, they are a reclusive people who cling to ancient customs, find their secret lives threatened when a torrential downpour and the death of the family matriarch forces daughters Iris and Rose to assume special responsibilities. Now, (laughs) what I didn't know that these responsibilities involved Cannibalism. (laughs) I did not know this. Um, Yeah, and they really, and it got to the point where they, I mean, they were they were kidnapping um, women, and then they were, you know, chaining them to the bottom of the house, and um, yeah, they were kind of doing their thing there. I mean, it's it's. I don't want to spoil it. It it is a little grotesque. It's not for the weak, you know, weak stomach, uh, but. Yeah, it's, it's, it really showed Julia's range. I, I mean, you go from Ozark to, you know, um, Waco, Animal and then, Waco. I mean, you know, a really big range for her. And I just, and it was funny because I'm watching uh, Julia and she plays someone that I would probably say she was probably casted to be maybe 15 years old. But this movie was made in 2013, so I don't, you know what I mean. And then I was right. expecting to hear that voice, you know, the fuck nuts and all that stuff, and you know, yeah. what I say? and uh, it wasn't there. So it, it took some time getting used to that. But yeah,
0: that's how I felt with her in uh, Waco. It was so huh. weird not to hear her with a southern accent. Yeah. I just want to point out, by the way, that I did look this thing up because I wanted, to, and I read the synopsis on Wikipedia, and I just went there is something wrong with my friend Shalane and I think she's crazy. (laughs) Like it is a creepy. And I just, I read the synopsis that gives more detail. I'm not even getting into it, but if you guys aren't sure if you want to watch or not, read the synopsis on Wikipedia and then decide for yourself because, whoo, Lord Jesus, you need some Jesus after that. You better be going to church.
1: And, you know, who else was in this? And I didn't, I had to like, look, I was like, who's Deputy Anders, who is the, you know, he's the deputy of the, of the town, is played by Wyatt Russell, who happens to be the son of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Oh. Uh
0: Well, and, because I was going to say the one that I, like, was thrown off by because I didn't think she was, acting anymore was kelly mcgillis oh it? yeah and that's that's charlie you know call sign charlie from uh uh top yeah. gun that's mm-hmm. yeah and so you know shout out to her for still doing so because i didn't know she was still working i thought she kind of had you know faded away but yay
1: for yeah, her but you know she like, didn't she, she didn't look so good. To <laughs> be honest with you, she didn't look so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the movie, just real quick, because I know that we got one more, but the movie that I stumbled upon was um, You Should Have Left. Cause that, cause I, I remember because you said you paid $20. So my sister goes and says, oh, yeah, you, you should watch this movie. It's new Kevin Bacon. I love Kevin Bacon. It's brand new. And I look it up and I find it, and it's $20. I'm like, I really don't want to pay $20, but, meh, I would have paid it anyway if I went to movies. So. Right. I go and I rent this movie. And instead of called You Should've Left, it should have been called You Need to Get Your Money Back. Cause I was like, oh, no.
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh uh-uh. uh. He doesn't he needs to stop coloring his hair so dark. Cause for one, it made him look washed out and really old. And I didn't like the way it ended. I'm 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 not you just look at Wikipedia as far as the the synopsis. It's just it started off good, you know, and and really it kind of reminded me of um the Invisible Man, you know, if you if you watch that with Elizabeth Moss, there was, like those like like shadow, like ghost in, uh-huh. uh, smoke and smoking mirrors kind of like jump scares type of deal, and you're like, Oh, what happened then? As you get towards the end, you're like, Oh man, it was such it was such a cop out. So I'm like, Man hmm. go ahead. and it also has Amanda Siegfried in it too. So yeah.
0: Oh
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then let's talk about something that I had not watched and you were like, you need to watch this. (laughs) (laughs) And I was on the fence about watching it in the first place. I was like, well, we'll get around to it. by the way, I want to give honorable mentions before I get to this one. Honorable mentions, I am, have just started watching The Umbrella Academy, which Elaine yes. had been bugging me to watch, and so we just got started on it, and I'm really I'm really liking it, um, so we'll talk about it later, because I'm only like two episodes in, and that's why I hadn't watched the movie that I'm about to talk about, because I was like trying to get Umbrella Academy done, but that's okay. Uh, I'm glad that I watched this one, and the other shout out is um, Watchmen. Mm-hmm. I forgot until just now. I watched that. It's it's on HBO, right? HBO, private That's HBO, whatever, whatever. Yeah, the H- private, H- paid H-B- for. It. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but for the in honor of the weekend of Juneteenth, which is a while ago, um, they aired it for free, but only Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And so we had to Ish and I had to. Played like we were Shalane Demarest and uh, <laughs> plow through that. And it was a rough one to get through. Cause I did not know all the whole story of what it was about, mm-hmm. but I was really excited to watch it because number one, there was a huge scene that was filmed. That's Watchmen was filmed down here in Georgia. Again, another one. And there was a huge scene filmed in downtown Noonan um, for, I don't want to give a lot away. So when people watch it, there was a carnival scene. That's all I'll say mm-hmm. um, that was filmed in Noonan, but also my friend Shalane was in Watchmen and I got Woo! to see her and she had a she had a good moment. She got some good screen time yep. um in the in like the like the opening um, mm-hmm. the first time you see the uh she was a, a police officer and she has a mask on her face I but a, you'll, I, you I yeah a, but you'll mm-hmm. you're what well i was a detective the oh detective that's officer. right that's right yeah mm-hmm. you're right you were detective and then there was police officers mm-hmm. but you get to see her sitting with the like supporting cast like she was right in a row with all of them and reacting and she was acting i got to see her act so yay for that so yeah, it, and it, <laughs> yeah but i only got to see it because i don't have hbo paid for but i i plowed through it because everybody said it was so good and it really was and if you get a chance to see that thing you guys somebody watch it it'll teach you a message it's it's really good so mm. shout out to that mm-hmm. now really quick because i know we're, we're getting real close to the end of our show i just want to give a shout out to the movie that shillian made me watch quickly and i loved it eurovision <laughs> on netflix starring will ferrell and rachel mcadams mm-hmm. <laughs> it was silly Yeah.
1: And that's what I needed. I I needed Mm -hmm. silliness after last Monday. So yeah, it definitely filled the bill.
0: It is just some good, I mean, like it's literally to me, it's in the same vein as Space Force of just silly silliness, but like it is stupid for stupid sake. Like there's no message really. It is just super fun. It is just dumb. It's your, it's, it's your Good old fashioned, Will Ferrell, silly, Tally Dagonites kind of movie. Oh, yeah. But this time it's about like singers from mm-hmm. Iceland. And why is it that not a single person had the same accent? They all said they were from Iceland and all of them talked differently. And you just didn't even care. It was so funny. It was really funny. Not a lot of famous people in it. It was well, seemed no, pretty low budget. No.
1: Well, Demi Lovato was in that. I well, not, yeah, you're right. And, and Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Here's and here's I, I have a new crush. Oh my God. Dan Stevens. I fell in love with him when I saw him on the guest. And when I saw him, oh. he was, he was the Russian.
0: He was okay. The Russian. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally hilarious. Yep. Super funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, so here's the thing guys, that is a good portion of our summer was spent watching a lot of TV that <laughs> I, I, I do want to point out that I have also been doing yoga four times a week and I've been walking Ugh. on my treadmill. I'm so so I thank you very much. So I'm trying to stay healthy. I'm not just sitting on my ass the whole time because I know Shalane is out working out. I'm trying to make a concerted effort to not be like cemented to my couch, but um, I'm there's a lot of TV to watch. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Um, so
1: I think- that's it. Yeah, I think we're going to go ahead and just reel this in, guys. So yeah. um, thank you so much for listening. I feel like it's been such a long time, you know? It hasn't, know. But it, you know, it's been such a long time. Thank you so much for listening. And just a real quick thank you to everyone who messaged me um, last Monday. Unfortunately, my little my little fur baby had to cross the Rainbow Bridge, and I had received a lot of messages privately. And, Jenny, thank you so much for my flowers. They are still sitting on the table looking a little sad, Yay. but I don't have the heart to oh. give. Them yet. <laughs> um, be sure to write us a review, like or follow us on Old Girl Podcast on Instagram, O Girl Podcast on Facebook, and Podcast Girl on Twitter. Why? Because some bitch took a handle. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> and I want to thank everybody for listening as well and just tell you, I'm really excited about next week. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna talk about some crazy stuff. We're gonna talk about astrology. Woo! Birthstones. Hmm, mm-hmm. and cake. What do those all have to do with anything? Why would we talk about that? Because next week we're going to celebrate my birthday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my birthday is August 1st, but our episode comes out on Friday. So we're going to talk all things fun and birthday. We're going to talk about uh, funny things that have happened on our birthdays and things like that. We might even stay tuned uh, to social media because we might put a shout out looking for some stories. We might have to get some stories yeah. from the coach, right? mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm going to have some good cocktails because it is birthday cocktails and this is going to be my birthday party because obviously we can't celebrate um you know together we have to be socially distanced and i so i i'm going to be home by myself with my spousey so i want to celebrate with all of you guys so tune in next week for that in the meantime shalane it's been a blast love you girly thanks for hanging out with you cheers